Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you're too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is burnout. Are you feeling burnt out? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm actually really happy that you started this episode off with a little little dancey dance of your shoulders because yeah. I'm on the verge of tears at every given moment. So any sense of joy is greatly appreciated. That was quite literally a hundred percent of the joy I had left in my body. <laughs> you you it released it. Like <laughs> it's that. gone. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got to see that little dancey dance if you're a patron. You sure did. Also, more than ever, thank you to our patrons because if it wasn't for you, we would not be able to do this podcast. If you want to become a patron, support this podcast. Um, as we cry ourselves to sleep every night mm-hmm. would really, really appreciate it. You can head to at, I can explain podcast, click the link in the bio, find merch, become a patron. All of it really helps us out. And you get all of these episodes on video. Also, wherever you're listening, make sure to follow subscribe five stars. I- Honestly, five stars. <sighs> and you know what? You know what? What? I'm going to say, okay, I'm say, it. Say, something. say it, say it. We've been seeing reviews coming in five stars. Yeah. Interesting title. You shamed me into this. You <gasps> reminded me into this. You no, that means it's working because people are real. Some yeah. of them are also like, I've been listening to this podcast for three years, and I was like, wow, I can't believe some shit people have written, written a review, and then I realized I hadn't. So even if you think you have, double check, you probably don't. You probably. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to. Okay, you know what? That's actually something I've learned this week. Yeah, people out here. Are stupid. Are really, really dumb. Really dumb. And it's a pandemic. You COVID move over. (laughs) Idiocy is in the house. (laughs) It's here, loud and proud. It's idiocy twenty three for sure. With all the love, we'd like to say to everyone listening, it's you. It's you're the problem. It's you. Hi, you're a fucking moron. It's you. So with all the we love, love you. we do love you, but it's just, you know, it's about self-awareness. It is. And we've talked about this on the podcast. So I'm stupid. Yeah. Be, and be I'll be the first s- to admit it. Exactly. Yeah. And I think if you're listening to this podcast for 200 plus episodes, you're on the team. <laughs> you might be team captain. <laughs> so please... Jub- double check double Just check double check double That's check how much- <laughs> and double check on your mom's account and double check yeah. on your house cat's account and double check on your mom if you don't give us five stars Ex- uh, triple check because <laughs> we might fake you up the second time <laughs> Oh, I Ugh. love starting this off with just so much love to our gabers yeah. around the gaberhood. Oh, speaking of family, this is one of my housekeeping. I got a okay. tattoo with my mom and my sister. That's so cute. I love that. Yeah. What did you get? We got, can you pull my sleeve up? Oh, Patreon reveal. We got my grandma's handwriting. Okay, that's beautiful. Oh my God, it is so beautiful. Oh my love. That is so And she has like the best handwriting and she always does this weird little like dash to end her things. Okay, can we talk about how grandmas have the best handwriting? They slayed it. Like this is where the older generations got it right. Yeah. And I know everyone's Fossil fuels and great handwriting. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes homophobia because these days... I don't know. I'm starting to question things, question things myself. Yeah. Honestly, more on that later. Um, But that is stunning. I love that. Yeah, cute, right? Anyways, so I went to get it and my mom was freaking out because it's her first tattoo Mm -hmm. and all of her friends were like judging her for getting a tattoo. What? 
old people are wild. Anyway, they are. You're right. So we get there. My mom's freaking out. I'm talking to the tattoo artist because I know her and she's like Mm -hmm. done two of my other ones. And I went to high school with her and I turn and my mom has brought a Mickey of fireball. And shot I glasses. Love that. Okay, that's like kind and of. And she's iconic. like, "Let's do a shot." Then she starts filling out the form and goes, "Oh, it says that I'm not supposed to be under the influence of alcohol." It's like, yeah, no and shit. I'm like, "I think you'll be okay." Yeah, I think one shot you'll be just fine. Yeah, it was more than one. I think they do that for liability reasons. For sure. I just yeah. thought that was hol- always full of surprises. That, that is one. so cute. But also, can we talk about old people's friends that they like? Can you imagine going to your friends and saying? I'm going to get this for my mother yeah. who has passed on. Yeah. And this is going to be something that makes me feel very connected and happy about that. And then I'm going, you're going to get a tattoo. I don't know if they were judging her getting that specific one, okay. but she didn't tell any of them she was getting one because she yeah. felt like they judged. They like make comments about me and my sister and they're like, oh, they're putting ink into their skin. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys used to smoke inside airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, when we went to a there was smoking sections in the restaurant. Like, you smoked in an airplane. I think a little ink in my skin is going to be okay. Especially <laughs> when it's all, like, ink. FDA approved, okay? Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, um, so that was one of my pieces of housekeeping. Um, what else was my... Oh, another... I'm just keeping it in yeah. the family. Please. Um, I have to give a shout out to my sister for being okay. an absolute icon ally yeah. to the queer community in Pride Month 2023. Okay. My sister at her school is like captain of the Soji squad. Oh my god. Which is like yeah. I don't even know what that stood for. That's I don't know what it stands for, but I just know their orientation and gender identity. Oh my god, I love that cuz I just see them all the time out there battling all the transphobes and homophobes. Yes. So, my sister is like team captain for the little gays at her school yeah. and she planned to have the school's first school-wide pride oh, pride parade. That's which is like so, so cute. cute. When I tell you the drum, you you think where we live you the, think, the, yeah. you know, pretty liberal. Yeah. Rats. 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 Rats amongst us. She said us. rats in the teacher community. <gasps> rats in the parent community. Rats in the child community. That one kind of didn't I mean, that me. one, yeah. Most kids are rats. Yeah. Um, look like a rat, act like a rat. That's a rat. Smell like a me rat. Me kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so she planned their first pride parade and got like a ton of blowback from parents, from other teachers. Are people psychotic? Yeah. People pulled their kids out of school for the day. No. Yes. She said there wasn't a ton. She said there was only like 20 kids or something, but like 20 is still enough. That's kids. enough. In the, um, especially like in our area. Yep. Yeah, uh, this whole thing. Then she also said that some parent she assumes shared their, it would have to be a parent unless yeah. it was like even more ratty and it was another teacher. Okay. Um, one of the parents shared their response email because I guess a bunch of people like sent in emails and she said that her principal was also a legend and was like not taking anybody's shit over oh, it. Oh, good. Um, so they sent like a response email basically, which I thought was so iconic, being like, just so you know, we've planned a ton of events and th- a bunch of people were citing like safety because the kids were like walking near roads. Oh, fuck off. And... Uh, Fucking bigot. My sister's principal was like, just so you know, we've done many like 
Terry Fox run. Things yeah. Like We've done many things mm. that children are near a road, and this is the first one yeah. that we've heard any concern about. Never received really, an email before. Really it's so interesting. So I guess... You were actually totally fine with your children getting hit by a car last week, exactly. Susan. Come on, Susan. Fucking bitch. Um, so I guess one of the parents shared the response email to like some homophobic Facebook group. Oh, perfect. And Get they some started hate crimes getting, going on the children. They started getting hate crimed basically on oh, social media. perfect. From like old racist Lovely. homophobic people. Oh my yeah. God. How heartwarming. So great, right? But they still did it. Again, again, the people that are concerned for children's safety, mm-hmm. flagging um, a community children's event with probably like little to zero security to a bunch of like radical bigots. Yeah. Really great. That's really good for children's safety. Totally. Wow. So my sister was saying that they held strong and they did it for them. They had kids that were like so stoked. And I was like, just so you know, you won't hear it from the kids because they are children and like Mm -hmm. they're coming to terms with themselves right now. Yeah. But you just put up with so much bullshit and like mm-hmm. stood your ground and did something awesome. Yeah. And that's going to mean so much to like a ton of kids. Oh my God. That will never be able to voice it to you, but will like really feel that impact. That makes me almost want to cry. No, so cute. So, because I honestly think that would have changed my life. For sure. In so many ways. Absolutely. Just the idea, like you just said it perfectly. Not only, I think a lot of people think about like the pride event and what they associate it with is like, oh, that allows them to like be out or gay. Like, no, for kids most of the time they don't know who they are yet it's not even about that it just is a reminder that someone whether it eventually not ends up being something that they need or not was willing to put it on the line for them totally because when you're coming out so much of the fear is am I going to have people continue to support me or back me or am I going to lose everyone like am I going to be alone in this so that memory of just like some people thought it was okay and okay enough to go out of their way to make sure that I was seen and heard is life-changing. Yeah. So yeah. So shout cool. out to my sister. Absolute icon. That she literally, literally also said ally that icon. she said one teacher that she was like friends with kept citing like safety concerns oh, and off. she went up to her and closed her door and was like, I just need to know if this is about something else or if this is <gasps> actually to do with safety. Iconic. And I was like, that's my bitch. I fucking so yeah, I was so proud of her and I was like, just the fact that like, this is something mm-hmm. that she thinks is worth her time and effort and totally. the kids are going to feel this impact yeah. is so cute. So. I needed that story too. Cause this pride season has been so rough yeah. and more than ever, like we've spoken about people need those like beacons of hope and kids need those beacons of hope Absolutely. because these are the, these are the kids that are on social media that are looking at their TV screens of the news stations that their parents are watching and they're seeing really awful opinions on um lgbtq plus folks so to like have that light in their day and to like i'm like fuck that's my first fucking happy like pride story of this year like all i've heard is fucking misery so it's so nice yeah and people talk about how to do allyship well that's it bitch truly that's fucking and i said to her i was like just so you know like this 
this pressure that you're feeling is enough for a lot of people to fold. A thousand percent. And that's what they want. So the fact that you didn't, obviously it was a strain to your mental health to put up with this, but you did so much for those kids in that moment. Oh yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Like a lot of people are in their opinion, allies in the sense that they're like, well, I don't hate gay people. I don't hate trans people. And we talk about that all the time on here that it's not, enough to be a silent ally but I don't think we talk enough about how that's actually really hard to do Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to like your job and the people that you're going to see every day at work and the people in your community and you know pushing forward anyways like that's really tough Mm -hmm. that's a big strain that's even what she said she was like it frustrates me which I'm like, wow, it's like, you're just giving me learning too. She's yeah. like, it frustrates me that there's a lot of teachers in her district that feel like just because they have some books on the curriculum, like yeah. they're good to go. Yes. <clears throat> they're like, we've done enough. And yeah. she's like, that's not enough. Like mm-hmm. you need to make yeah. it outward and know that there is like a safe community. For totally. Kids, so. Oh my God, Icon. Yeah, Icon. Oh my God. A love that. I moment. love that story. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. You're so welcome. Your sister's an icon. Literally, I'm obsessed. You need to tell, you need, you have a piece of housekeeping that you've been sitting on. What? That Carson said that. I still can't tell it. I can tell, I can tell it next week I, and I'll explain why. I'll, I, the I cards need, are about to I come need, together. Uh, and I'll explain why. I've, it's literally killing me. I'm waiting for the check to clear, is all we'll say. And then we'll talk. I'm so excited. But <laughs> the not, people are going to be so horrible. let down. <laughs> people are going to think I have some big exciting announcement, and it's not that. It, trust me, it's not no. that. Okay. But I'll tell you like a little snippet to give you enough to tide you over, but okay. I want to tell the whole story top to bottom. Okay. And I need some things to fall in line first. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, I have some housekeeping though. Okay. Number one is how many U.S. states are there? 51. Okay. Now I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there were 52. Oh. My whole life. Isn't it 50 and then like plus like And then Alaska someone said 50 the other day and they laughed at me when I said 52. And now you just said 51 and I'm Look confused. It Isn't it 50 and then like plus How many or states it's not maybe Alaska or like, I don't know, one of the other ones that's like not. How many states are there? Did I just slay this or am I also wrong? I feel strongly about 50. 50. Okay, this is what I thought. Okay, thank you. This is our very first... You, Everyone watching and listening saw this live. Uh-huh. This is our first actual Mandela effect realized. Okay. That both of us were... Even though yours was 51 and mine was 52. Yeah. We're under the impression... Because my thought process was the exact same. I knew 50, I always thought it was 50 plus... Plus like Puerto Rico or something. There was like some things going <laughs> yeah. on. Like I thought it was like Alaska. Alaska or like Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> That's what I'm we learned. Actually. That's what we learned though, right? right? In in a different universe, we learned that. So where did I get 51 from? So I'm so fucking confused because this says 50 states, okay? Uh-huh. Which include the continental... United States, so like I'm assuming that's like the land yeah. mass. And then that includes Alaska. There's 49 states, including Alaska, excluding Hawaii. And then there's 50 states, including Hawaii. Oh. 
So explain to me why we both <laughs> thought it was 50 plus. Uh, I don't they know. dropped a couple in the last simulation Maybe. change. No, I'm I'm this is everyone <laughs> you're watching it live right in. We're going to get some responses about what it actually is. I well, we're going to get Americans telling us we're fucking stupid because this is Are obviously Are we? <laughs> Are we? They don't How many know territory territories and promises do we have to tell anything. the Americans listening? They, they just <laughs> found out that Canada was above them and that smoke could travel to New York. Okay, you know what? That's why I don't feel bad. Yeah. That's why I don't feel bad about anything I'm saying, not knowing states, because Americans don't know. I could list most of the states. Here's my thing. I have so many American, like actual friends, like not just like I'm not interviewing people on the streets here like you see on TikTok. Yes. I have actual friends that I have known for years, years Mm -hmm. that will say things to me like, you're close to Toronto, aren't you? Oh, like when the L.A. lesbians didn't know that we were on the Pacific Ocean. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not close to Toronto. That's like saying, is New York close to LA? I'm on the other fucking side of the continent. That's what I'm saying. So we don't have to feel bad that we we forgot one or two states in their number. Or my favorite is I have one <laughs> friend that I've no joke known since I was 16 on Tumblr. And she lives close to New York. And she literally said to me, I thought you were just a few hours drive up from me. Oh, yeah, no. I'm flabbergasted these are people i personally know yeah, so, so fuck you and you're we're doing now. pretty well we got pretty close okay <laughs> <laughs> i thought there was something to do with like there's there's 50 stars in the flag is aren't there but then i thought, I thought there was 52 stars but i guess that doesn't make sense i thought there was 50 but then it wasn't <sighs> properly like i swear they've there's one that they're like you have to include this did you see bb rexa get decked in the face i literally that I, I it shouldn't make me violent because it was an act yeah. of violence. It made me violent. It made I think me it, violent too. There's been like so much disgusting shit about this concert of hers. Like yeah, people making fun of her all yeah. the time online Awful. about like ticket sales, about like nobody's enjoying it. Like all I've seen online is people trashing mm-hmm. this fucking poor woman. Yeah, and then he threw a phone at her head on purpose. On purpose, he went on record after saying record, he thought it would be funny to hit her in the face. Was laughing when they pulled him out of the crowd. What is wrong with people? I, I'm not joking you. I'm getting increasingly concerned. And I know we've talked about this a lot on this podcast in previous weeks in regards to queerness. But I am now thinking people have just been given the green light to be bad people in this world in general. Yeah. Like no understanding of how to fucking act. No understanding of how to be a decent human being in public spaces. It's like all for, I know I sound like a fucking boomer, whatever, I don't care. All for TikTok clout, all for views. People are doing awful things to each other online, filming each other in the streets, like making fun of each other. Like I guarantee this guy did that with the intention of like hoping to go viral or for some sure. shit happening. And you know what? You know what I can always count on on what? Twitter? Which most of the time I'm like, that's really mean because it's for something that's, yeah. you know, somebody's like, it's a positive story and yeah. Twitter does this. But sometimes they, they have it, they have it okay. Yeah. Twitter's going to do one thing and it's drag somebody for the way they look. And that's, I've been seeing that <laughs> left, right and center for this. this and that man. person <laughs> deserves it. Sometimes you have to bully. They're, I'm not kidding you. you have to this bully. person should be jailed or at least like go to some sort of mental health They're, like No, they have problems. To go to a public forum. Yeah. To injure like anybody let alone yeah. like an artist of notoriety a woman yeah. all these layers 
to go there mm-hmm. with the intent to like hurt somebody yeah. on a public stage, there's something wrong with you. Like that's oh, like that's like that's like so many things wrong. That's with like you. sociopath level. Oh, it's literally scary. And if yeah. I was another artist, honestly, because as I'd we know, like a anything, fish tank. same. As we know, anything people see it online and then they want to be like the next person or yeah. like they think it's funny. Or like somebody's or, gonna think it's funny to hit her again with a phone. Or throw something heavier yeah. or all this stuff. People I was actually reading comments and um someone said something really interesting, which I never thought of, and I don't know if this is like actually true or just their experience or what they were told about it, but I always wondered why you couldn't bring in like DSLR cameras yeah. to music festivals and shit like that. I always thought it was either because of like drugs, like they thought you could like hide shit in like compartments, or that they wanted like their media people to be able to get the like high quality images yeah. that you couldn't like resell it as like paparazzi to like magazines of so and so on stage. I always thought that was weird though, because I mean, maybe ages ago that made sense, but nowadays everyone's phones are such high quality. Does it really make a difference? And someone on one of the comments on one of these threads was saying, this is why they don't allow certain size cameras into festivals. It's because they don't want you to have anything that's heavy enough that could like seriously injure someone you if you threw kill it on somebody stage. with a camera for sure. Uh, if you like fully threw a DSLR yeah. at someone and it knocked or them like on the one head of those wrong, lenses? Jesus oh, it's Christ. like yeah, you could even a phone going that fast. Like Bla- if you she has whip a, black a phone, eye. she had to get stitches. Yeah. like take your phone. Maybe don't because I don't want you to all to make me buy you a new phone. But if I whipped this shit across the it room probably go through the wall no it like if you yeah. really threw this like it gets going they're heavy like, and like yeah no it's fucked up i think that's mad so it made me sad i i'd be scared y- there's something else i want to talk about but we can't talk about it yet why but we'll talk about it next week oh too. my god we got so many cliffhangers for I people know. oh my god so exciting wow okay i have one more um uh thing to say housekeeping okay um it's another pop quiz about states <laughs> as you can see as usual my housekeeping like, is very important uh show me where vermont is on this map <laughs> <laughs> okay we haven't talked a lot on this podcast about the ultimatum yet it's queer love I haven't watched it yes so we won't deep dive into it yet you need to watch it and I, I think will, we it's do on need, my list i've just we need to do a thorough thorough i've analysis. just been burnt out yeah, you haven't had time to binge 12 episodes of uh, queer women absolutely destroying their lives on exactly. television. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Um, so at that point, you know, we'll bring out a little analysis of our own because I'm very curious to see how you feel I'm about I'm not going to talk to you until I finish it. I don't want any of I don't want. Little... I don't want to influence you. No. But what I will say is that it has been an interesting experience in... I have always been a big fan of reality TV right? Um, in general. Um, less so, I would say, like, I was never really that kid who was obsessed with celebrities, like, pop stars or things like that. Like, I liked them a lot, but it's not like I was that kid, like, waiting outside a right. place trying to get a my, ma- like, my magazine, what do they call it? Signature. Autograph. <laughs> Autograph. Thank you. Fuck me. Um, but, like... I've always been like a huge fan of reality television so much. So sometimes I feel like weirdly creepy because people will go on things like survivor, which is not a big like social media show. So they'll come off and they've still got like 10 K followers. It's a lot more than most people. No, I don't mean it like that. (laughs) Loser. You think you want go on one of the biggest reality television shows, but because of their demographic and because they're not people that are like doing it like a bachelor or love Island, Yes. For social media presence, let's let's be real. Most of these dating shows these days, they're doing it to go get the followers to get the check. 
people go on Survivor because they're like regular Joes and they really like the show and they really want to fucking survive. They want to outwit, they want to outplay, and they want to outlast. In all fairness, I really want to go on Survivor too. And I think I do really well. I think I would too. Yeah, you would. Uh, Oh God. I think you would, but I almost don't know if you could be like unassuming enough. I think that's my problem. I'd overplay because I'd get so excited. And you're just like, you You have like hustler energy. I'd get too into it too fast. Yeah. And I'd be that classic <laughs> person where you're watching, you're like, why are you playing so hard so fast? Yeah. And I would go in telling myself that, but it would just be near impossible the, for yeah. me not to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they go on, they come off and it's not like they're like clipping their clips and like trying to create a social media presence. Some of them are, but like mm-hmm. very, it's a, it's the small niche amount that are. Yes. So most people, they go back to their regular lives and they're just posting like family photos, just like how your mom and dad might post on social media. Of course. I'm there with every like, like I feel like a fucking creep, yeah. right? Because I'm like, they're not doing this for me, no. <laughs> but I'm still here because I'm still a fan of theirs. Yeah. Anyways, so that has been me forever with social media. Mm-hmm. And when the ultimatum queer love came out, I was like, perfect. I'm obsessed with social media and I'm a lesbian, so I'm going to fucking love this show. And I was like, this is the perfect opportunity for me. I've always wanted to do like a series where I react. Yes. Um, but I did it for a while for Big Brother and Survivor, and I realized 0% of the people that follow me care or want me to do that. Yeah. And I was like, here's the perfect opportunity. So I started doing these like episode reactions. And... That went all fine and dandy until every single one of them followed me and started commenting on all the reaction videos. And it was like immediately the curtain got pulled down and I was reminded that I was like talking about actual people and very aware. Were they mad? Um, I don't know. Some of them maybe and like fairly enough. Like I think there were like there was some salty comments if you will. It wasn't like they were like did they, they still followed you though? Yeah. But oh. I, I don't know if it was just like they wanted to see the other videos, but then it got weird. Right. Because when this started happening, I was only like two reaction videos in. And you're like, do I keep going? So I posted my first four because they drop like four <laughs> episodes at a time. Yeah. And then when I was going to do the second round of four, I like chickened out and I just did one summary of all the four episodes because it got too real. No, drag Like em. it got too, re- it was like, they went on the show to be in the public I realm. know and I was still reminding myself of that but I found myself as I was recording them being less um, opinionated mm. because I was like I'm aware that they're 100% gonna watch it like I know they're looking for it yeah and so give give them what they're looking for I mean yeah so I, I feel like I how still about did. I pick up your series yes I think you should and <laughs> I, I feel like I was still fairly obnoxious with my opinions and okay. my reviews on it. Like, I don't think I held back. Like I, I won't, I don't want to say anything about certain people because I don't want to no, ruin your me, perspective. I need like two weeks, <clears throat> but we'll talk about it in two weeks. But some people like I didn't give, I, I kept going full throttle. Good. On. And then there were some people that I was maybe like, I still really liked, but I was just trying to look for, things to dispute in everyone and everyone's relationship. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'll lay off of it. I feel kind of bad. It got too human. It got too human. So then for the first time the other day, I actually podcasted with one of them. I saw that. And which was really fun. We won't talk about that right now. Um, we'll talk about it once you've watched. Um, Cause I don't want to give my opinions no, up or I, down. No, no, no. Um, but again, I was like, this is the first time in my life being a reality TV fan. Interacting with one. Which is kind of weird because like, 
reality TV people aren't like celebrities in the same way that like most of the world don't view like TikTokers as celebrities. Yes. It's like very niche, the people who are obsessed with these people. But for me, that is my celebrity. So I was like, I'm like, everyone is very aware that I'm like a super fan. Yeah. And that I also am very opinionated and I care. Like I didn't just put this on my TV and like watch it passively. Like this is my Super Bowl. Literally. So it was so trippy like talking to someone. I was like, am I fangirling more than I have on like other celeb? Like if there was an quote unquote like actual celebrity sitting probably. here probably oh, I just thought of something I had to talk to you about oh but let it, it out it needs to be off air oh fuck <laughs> a, another cliffhanger this one's not a cliffhanger this oh this is just, this will never I see the light of day I just brain about something oh my goodness yeah. whoa okay <laughs> so many secrets so many secrets so many secrets but yeah so that was like really trippy I'm excited we will because I've also been getting a ton of DMs like when are you and Sean gonna talk about the ultimatum I don't know why I'm doing that voice we're burnt out bitch I don't because <laughs> I, I I want to it's yeah. just Sean. Hey Gabers, today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention and it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app and it's an amazing value the lifetime membership has all 25 languages so you don't have to stop at one don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time i can explain podcast listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I haven't watched TV. I haven't gamed. I haven't. Oh, I know. It's crazy. It's been a Sean nightmare. is so busy at his job. It's insane. And just like in life as well. Like, yeah. We're sitting in his apartment right now, which is weird. <laughs> We've switched spaces. My apartment for a year was in construction zone. <laughs> and then by some weird twist of fate, now Sean's is. Yeah. So really we're great. looking at what do you call it? It looks like um, Dexter. Um, it looks like. When he set up a crime scene for yeah, a murder. Yeah. There's a full. Uh, tarped off room and in fact should i be worried (laughs) this is all a setup like this is the day (laughs) like oh it's just a renovation oh perfect yeah yeah for the clout yeah as well um yeah and then perfect transition into a murder podcast 
I just talk about how I murdered you. Yeah. <laughs> people, it's not. People would listen. It's like true crime. Like yeah. it's true. I did the it's crime. It's true. And you're just honest from the jump. That would actually. And you record the whole thing, like 20 episodes. Yeah. Then secure you go. Brand deals. Yes. Secure, secure the brand deals. Yeah. Get everything going. Like everything else. Then you go turn yourself into the police. Cause you know, it's going to come out Yes, and you turn yourself in, but then it's automated that it's going up for the next 20 episodes. Exactly. And then you get a little leniency because a, they find out I'm a huge cunt <laughs> and B you turned yourself in. So they feel, they feel better for you they, about the whole, they not only let me go, they pay me. They give you brand deals in jail. Yeah. You're the front page. Like you're like the model of the jail. Exactly. Oh, you're like on the jail. Could times. you imagine that would be like the drama? I think this is kind of a path for you. I think it might be a lot more relaxing too. While while this plastic's here. In comparison to what you got going on right now, it might be a lot more like soothing. Yeah. I wouldn't be burnt out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, Yeah. Burnt out. I think an interesting thing about burnout that mm -hmm. I am facing currently. Yeah. Is like, I have been busy with work for years. Yeah. And it's just like a very stressful career. I think when people think about design, they don't, they think it's like picking paint. No, but it's so much managing and scheduling and all these Mm -hmm. things. So like career is one thing I've been feeling so burnt out with just life things recently, which is like something that I never think about happening. And I'm like, I just have too many things happening. Too many balls in there. Yeah. I don't have enough enrichment time in my enclosure, which I think is what's, you know, I really am lacking. Mm hmm. I said that to my um, girlfriend, Julia, the other day. I said, I'm at the point now that a good night's sleep isn't going to do it. No. Like, I'm not like, oh, fuck, like, I'm tired this week. Like, I need a day off. I need a I need a good night's sleep. I need a day to just, like, unwind and, like, recheck in. It's like, I think a lot of people listening can probably relate to this. It's like, no, like, that wouldn't even scratch the fucking surface. No, I need, surface. like, a trank dart to the neck. Yes. Or I need to, like, <clears throat> prick my pin, or my finger on, like, a fucking pin and <laughs> yeah. fall asleep for, like, weeks. Yes. And then wake up to some man that kissed me without consent. Exactly. Then I think I'd be, like, well-rested. With a fresh, tasty <laughs> yeah. apple. Yeah. And just put me right back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> for one more round. Yeah, then the trank dart comes <laughs> <in>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. I think... It's and then it starts to feel kind of hopeless. Yes, this is sounding depressing. <laughs> I promise I'm okay. Wait, because to me, okay, I've had a lot of like basically sleepless nights lately, working overtime. I roll all you want, but I do have a job outside of all this, and it's completely separate. All this, the glitz and glam. All this glitz and fucking glam, as you can see, the glamour here is outrageous. Um. But I do like to give myself a pat on the back that a lot of people that are creatives in the way that I'm a creative, an influencer, if you want to call it that, whatever it may be, do the level of what I do as their full-time job. Yes. Or less, even. And having, like, a full podcast with you, another podcast that I co-host on, you know, all the social medias to keep up to date, like, everything else that's behind the scenes that's happening that no one sees, and then also doing a fucking hour long film and all the planning and all the fundraising and everything, which by the way, something that's really getting to me. And I got to be honest about this. Cause I know the Gabers are our people. So they will understand cause they're not these people is people are so, so used to like 
immediate gratification these days. Right. And I'll be the first to say I was very ignorant about the creative filmmaking process and like everything that went into it as a consumer of media before doing my first film coming out. And that's, I've talked about before why I got through it Mm -hmm. is because I didn't have the fear of how much work it actually was. And now doing something that's going to be like six times the length and, um, is way bigger production, way more actors, everything else. Um, like it's so overwhelming but I get messages every day from people in the DMs being like, hi, I'm just wondering, you said that the film, that you were going to make a film um, three months ago. Where is it? I'm like, eh. like I have been working tirelessly. Where is it? It's been three like, whole months like, and you have not given me a feature like film <laughs> like you've had three months Brie. like people have i feel like no concept of how which is fine because why would you and like you know the wonderful thing about media is most of the time we just get to consume it and most of the time including in this case it's going to be fucking free unless you supported the film financially which i greatly appreciate um and like i think people forget that when they're watching things that have like a lot of effort put in yes um so that's maybe a good reminder for both myself and anyone else is like when you're taking in free content, like appreciate it. Cause a lot of effort goes into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just been fucking insane. So I have all of that, um, going on and then I have my full-time job and it's just literally, there's no time in the day. And then it's getting like this hopeless feeling because I end up just staying up and continuing to work because my mind goes, well, a fucking night's sleep isn't going to do it anyways. Right. Which is so fucked and yeah. crazy. And I know that's not healthy. I know everyone's going to say, go get a rest. I'm sorry about that. Blah, blah. Which is really sweet and wonderful. But I can tell with the voice you think it's sweet and wonderful. It is. <laughs> I, that's just my people in the DMs voice. Right. You know. And it's just like, that's not going to do it. No, (laughs) It's not going to do it. Like I'm going to wake up and then I'm going to get exhausted again. So it's like, I'm just going to work in overdrive until we film July 17th to July 28th. And then after that, all the post film will start with editing and choosing music and everything else. There's a long list. And then I will be promoting the film. Mm-hmm. And then and I then will be screening the, the film. The worst and part about the, you is that you're a fucking psychopath. Yeah. And you're going to get like that thing, you know, when like pregnant women have a baby and then they're like, that was the worst experience ever. And then they get that like hormone flush and yes. they forget about the pain. Yes. I don't know what it's called, but that is a thing. I think, yeah, hundred percent. You're going to get that with this. And I already know it because you know what it is. The only thing that's getting me through mm-hmm. is the idea that at one point I'm going to have a finished film that I'm excited to show people. Yeah. That's the one thing that every time I'm working hard, every time I'm crying, every, every emotion, everything is so tired. I'm just like in this time in a year, I'm going to be like, Oh my God, I did that. Or this time in three months or this time in six months or whatever type of the process I was on. I kept running myself one time. I'm going to have a finished film and I'm gonna be like, Holy shit. That happened. I did that. No, no, you're different. You're different. That's not what you're going to be like. And this is the worst part. I would Mm. be like that. I would be like, wow, I did this. And then I would say, okay, you 
mm-hmm. in your psychosis. No, I, I can't. You say this. You say, I can't believe I did that. What am I going to do now? <laughs> and you set your sights to something <laughs> higher. That's the worst part with you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, you're right. It's like I just keep extending the carrot. Yeah. What saved me last time, honestly, was COVID fucking 19. Because um, that sounds so bad. I don't mean it in that way. But I did coming out and I. It killed millions, but don't worry. It saved Bree. <laughs> it saved Bree. It gave me some restful <laughs> nights. Some hope. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't mean it like that. But I did my film coming out. I like ran, it ran its course through, you know, screenings and everything else and everything. (laughs) And then right when I was like thinking, okay, well what's next? Then I couldn't do anything for a while. So that kind of saved me, put everything on the back burner. I I can't, I, you, I'm going to hire you. I'm going to start just paying you under the table to tranquilize me. That sounds like the best job ever. (laughs) Like you just come in, texture style, jab me in the neck. Yeah. No, I think I can do like a blow dart from like across. <laughs> you just like, do a drive by. I'm going to rent a while. Uh, an apartment in the building across from you. And every once in a while, you just roll yeah. down your roll down your little curtains and just. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go, Julie. Can you open the uh, the left window? <laughs> she would appreciate it. Yeah. I'm sure. Um. Yeah. Fuck. It's pretty crazy, but I mean, it's kind of funny because. It makes me really appreciate things that are stable in my life, like you and our friendship, mm. in the sense that like I genuinely have nothing to give right now yeah. in terms of time or <laughs> communication. And I'm like, Lee Sean will still be my best friend. <laughs> like, you know, like yeah. you know what? It actually makes you really value shit in your life. Totally. Because you're like, I'm so fucking burnt out, and I know you are too. But I'm like, I know that Sean's not like, well, fuck Brie because she's not like, well, you know. On the flip side, there's some friendships that I feel in my burnout that I'm like, fuck, I know I should be reaching out to this 100%. person because they're going to think that I'm like ignoring them. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not ignoring them. I'm just trying to survive. Yeah, exactly. You know what, what made my burnout worse, mm-hmm. circling this back to my sister, my sister was talking about how she gets rid of her kids in like nine days for the oh. summer. And I was like, I'm going to work for 40 years and then I'm going to retire and then I'm going to die. Yeah. Like that makes the burnout worse. At least with teachers, they get two months. Obviously, teachers work so hard mm-hmm. and teachers have a job that it's like not a nine to five. It yeah. follows you home. I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that. You know what my accountant was saying? What? He was saying that one of the saddest things about his job is that he sees people their entire life plan for when their life's going to start um, yeah. and then they die. And when he said that to me, I was sitting across from him, like signing my fucking paperwork or whatever. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> You're like, I need to book a trip. Oh, we're going to book a no, trip. No, we are. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> would you do a meetup at our trip location? Sure. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Do we have any little, little London listeners out there? Little cross the pond is. <laughs> oh, Sean's looking for a boyfriend across the pond. I'm looking for a boyfriend in any pond, a swamp. <laughs> A puddle, a, a shower, <laughs> <laughs> some spilt oil on the side of the road. Someone spit on the sidewalk. <laughs> I'm like, did that hit me? <laughs> Anybody? Do you want to spit on me? Oh um, yeah. Okay. I would love an across the pond boyfriend though. 
We've talked about how I feel like you just fit over there. Yeah. I feel like that's so your vibe. Absolutely. A little chic vibe. A little chic burnt out London vibe. <laughs> <laughs> All in black, smoking a cigarette, but yeah. not the cigarette because you don't like cigarettes. No. Um, but the aesthetic of it, you know, yeah. you get what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was talk of the office today that I wasn't wearing black. It literally... Multiple coworkers stopped me. Okay, but I love this about having a new job and being able to completely establish your brand. And you've clearly done that. Yeah. Because it's like all new people. They've never they've never seen you through any changes or potential trials of not all black. Yeah. <sighs> it like shook them. I Oh. I had it stupid. immediately when I walked in. Uh-huh. And then another like later in the day and then one in the lunchroom was like why aren't you wearing black today and then literally another one turned around and goes that's what it is they couldn't figure (laughs) it out shocked i actually love that for you what a personal brand you're establishing i was like it's because i wanted to wear this sweater and i didn't want to wear it with black jeans i feel like you should do like a series on tiktok that's like how to wear black in different ways different textures different Uh, layers it's just all it's just different shapes different shapes yeah Wow. Same color, different shapes. I love that. You know something I love lately on TikTok? I love that um, we have grown visibly enough as a people, being the LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. community, that we're now getting really bad queer music. It's it's beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> you know what it TikTok is. I'm on right now? Line dancing TikTok. Mm, I love line dancing TikTok. And I think it's a little problematic that I'm on line dancing TikTok mm-hmm. in Pride Month. But there's gay line dancing in LA. This is not that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's really it's really a shame when you're enjoying something on TikTok while knowing that these people hate you. The thing is, I don't even know if I'm enjoying it. I'm just perplexed by it. I, I don't know I like it. how they all know it. Who's teaching them? Who chooses what dance goes with which song? How do they all just know it? Well, because they, it's the same dance for every single song. No, it's not. They have different names. Are you serious? Yes. I thought it was like, oh, we all know the song that goes to BB Rex's newest hit. No. And then they all do it. They have like different, the dances have names. Okay. But hold on because I could have sworn there was the shiver dance. Ed Sheeran Shiver. I'm, I think they start, some start for songs, but others will have like a name and they'll be like, I'm doing this dance for this song. And it's like the wildest thing ever. And then like, who chooses the songs? And I just have so many questions, but I I don't like answering them. I just like. No, I don't either. I just like I, taking it's, in. It's part of what we decided this year. We want to know less. No less. So it's just, you know, you take what you get. No re- ter- external research is needed. Nothing. Keep scrolling. Let's move go. along with your right. life. Oh, they all know the dance. Cool. Okay. Wonder who Move they along. want that. Yeah. Won't find matter. out today. <laughs> Did you hear about the submarine? That's what I wanted to talk to you about. That's what we can't talk we about. We can't talk about it yet? Why? Well, I mean, technically, they're like... Oh, we don't know if they're dead or yet. They're so dead, though. But we can't talk about it yet. Rest in peace. Because they're not confirmed dead. We can't talk about it yet. You're right. It's literally pending, been my entire pending, past two days. Pending it's my new death. worst fear. Well, you know what? It is my new worst fear. Yeah. But it's also one that I'm feeling very comforted in knowing. You'll be too poor to ever see. I won't have to ever be in the position where it could happen. Yeah. Same with the rocket going to space. No, your limit. Stay within it. (laughs) (laughs) To me, it's just keep your feet on the ground. We don't need to be doing any crazy things out here, people. There's enough things that I can die of. And sometimes the ground up here is 
is okay. Ground. We don't need to go to that ground. Maybe they were trying to dig it deeper for the environment. That's those are my people. They just rammed that fucker right <laughs> trying to make a deeper hole. I'm so sorry. I we can't talk about this. <laughs> Breeze had two hours of sleep. Thank she you so <laughs> much for listening. I love you all. Five stars, five stars only. Please click the link in our bio at I Can Explain Podcast for merch. It's super cute. I'm obsessed with it. I wear my sweater like every day. It's actually embarrassing. Yeah. Um, I feel bad because I told you I would share it with you. Because you yeah. we ordered one of the sweaters and one of the t-shirts. I gave Sean the t-shirt and now I'm never giving him the sweater. It's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> it is a whole but thing. But it's so fucking cute. The t-shirt's so cute too. If I had the t-shirt, I'd probably feel the same way. You're just saying that to make me feel okay. It's just the sweatshirt is so yeah, comfy. I know. It's so comfy. And I'm also Actually, just I a sweat know. I'm just a sweatshirt kind of gal. So am I. But Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I do I will say we don't have a full color of the sweatshirt, do we? No. I think we have to bring one out after seeing how good the color looks on the t-shirt. It looks fucking good. That's true. But does somebody want that on like a full sweater? I don't sound know. Sound off in the comments. Okay, sound off. Yeah. But anyways, um, it, let's be real. We have no fucking time to do that. No. So that's never happening and it's not you coming what in. You got. What you have is attached on the like bio. Let's be honest. Like I'm being no, honest here. So Are you going to take the time no, to do I'm that? Not. Am I? No. We have no fucking time. Anyways, <laughs> thank you so much for supporting this podcast. We love you all. Uh, at Sean.Lusk and at Brian Williamson on social media. And until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the gay Wow, what a joy we are. <laughs>